The Out of Time Podcast is brought to you by brothers whose relationship was forged together by watches. Each episode will be a conversation with people we find fascinating from all walks of life. Welcome to the episode. Yeah, we right. it over the speedy. Yes. And then skating was a bonus. And our love for uh, space, I think. Yeah, for sure. Because I have a, a long, rich history in, uh, in that arena as well. What about you? Uh, do you recall making contact? I, I, like, I like the intermittent pool pump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, uh, we'll offer our apologies right now for the pool pump. Yes. And Lisa apparently sent him on a mission here. Yeah, I heard that mission was trying to discover the origin story of Summer Eskimo. Indeed. Yes. Yep. Did she really? Well, I probably said it to her. One of my goals of coming out here was to find out the story behind the moniker, Summer Eskimo. Summer Eskimo. She agreed. Yes, you need to do that. Because she calls you Summer Eskimo. She doesn't call you Summer. She calls you Summer Eskimo. Oh, Always I love it. in tandem. So maybe throw in a mister? No, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> that would be inappropriate. Don't push it. <laughs> So you said uh, coming out here. So where are you here from? I'm here from Minnesota. Minneapolis go. suburban, southwest suburbs of Minneapolis, Minnesota, yeah. which uh, sadly has uh, been in the news all too much this last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's felt keenly among the people of Minneapolis, yes. as you might imagine. So, so you said you're from Minnesota, so it's either you're Jason or Ed. Which one are you? <laughs> well, <clears throat> I might be B. McDewey, but I'm <laughs> I would not. No, he'll hear this, so I have to be nice. That's right. <laughs> I am Ed. I'm What's your handle? Ed on Ed Ed I went for the for the straight name. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's low, that way you can add it on your LinkedIn, nothing. right? LinkedIn, <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> no, Twitter. No, no dots, no underscore. No, no. <laughs> no I don't, I don't add want that's the underscore. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually .com, but don't go there because that website really sucks. <laughs> oh, man, so funny. <laughs> How long have you owned that domain? I Well, a long time because I was a freelancer uh, starting... I started freelancing, freelance writing, copywriting, trying yeah. to be a freelancer, uh-huh. maybe 2010. Okay, so, so about 11 years. Yeah, and I bought that domain back then. Um, so what sort of things were you writing? You know, <clears throat> I was a- anything I could get, and I was doing little you know, web copy and that kind of thing um, to start off. And... and uh, <clears throat> You want the you want the whole story because I can give you the whole writing any, story any, any, what, all day um, before eight o'clock though. Whatever you get, because I'm just going. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I started uh, started reading Hodinkee. Uh-huh. I got into watches, and we can go uh, go into that later. Okay, but I good, discovered yeah. discovered Hodinkee somewhere around that time. I don't know exactly when. 2010, 2011. Maybe 2012. Right. I'd dip in every couple of weeks, and I figured out. Oh, I started reading the masthead, and I thought, wow, one of these writers is uh, from Minneapolis, Jason Heath. I should see if I can connect with him and have coffee and, and find out what it's like to be a big-time freelance writer instead right. of just writing copy. 
Because I was, I sucked at writing copy. I was no good at it. Right. <clears throat> and this is what you tell yourself, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, advertising copy, I really don't do well. Right. So, anyway, um, finally, uh, had, had, Ignored Hodinkee for a couple of weeks. One day I thought, oh, geez, I haven't been on that website lately. I should click in there, click. <clears throat> and uh, there was, uh, was an alert that they were going to have an event in Minneapolis the next night. Mm -hmm. Wow, okay. And uh, so it was total coincidence that I clicked in and discovered that because, like I said, I was only visiting every couple of weeks. And... Uh, so wow, I could, maybe I can have a. And meanwhile, I contacted Jason by email, and we were trying to figure out a time when we could get together and uh, and meet up. Well, that was a perfect opportunity. So I attended that event. Wait, um, wait. It was a Hodinkee event. Ah, that's where you in, met Jason. Yeah, in Minneapolis, hosted by Jason. Got it. Yeah. And he rolled in in a rover, or <laughs> this was long pre-rover. Pre-rover. Yeah, oh, yeah. This was in the in the loft over Askoff Finlayson. Anyway, that's where I actually met da uh, met Jason face to face for the first time, and that was kind of a watch get together. Obviously, there was a big table full of watches from Hodinkee that were for sale. This was before they really went on record as as, as uh, retail. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Well, even as a vintage watch dealer. Right. So, met him there. Um, a couple months later, they had another event in Minneapolis. That time, Ben Clymer came out. I met Jason again there. Never heard of that name before. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> he started a watch blog on Tumblr. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, they were there, chatted again. Finally, a month or so after that, Jason and I finally got out to, uh, to breakfast, and we're comparing freelancer notes and all that kind of stuff, and he says... He was writing for Gear Patrol at that point. He was timekeeping editor for Gear Patrol. And he said, jeez, uh, I need another writer. I'm looking for a couple of more writers. Would you be interested in trying out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you weren't doing the racing scene anymore, right? No, I stopped okay. doing the racing thing in 1982. Okay, okay. So. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. So it's way, way, way past. Way past. Right. It's prehistoric time. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> I think that was the latter Pleistocene. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, and I didn't, I wasn't even following American Open Wheel Racing by then because they've gone to spec cars and, you know, Indy's a spec car race yeah. anymore. I don't want any part of it. Right. That's me, though. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, uh, I did a couple of trial articles for Jason, and uh, he he critiqued the first one. I turned it around, massaged it some, I wrote the second one. He thought that was good. He forwarded it to... So only two massages, and then it went through. Yeah. No, well, only one. Wow. It's not bad. Yeah, the second one will cost you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second one, and it was... Ed, just nice to meet you. But. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so uh, that was December of 2012, and so I think I had my first article uh, published on Gear Patrol in January of 2013. It was on mundane clocks, you know, the Swiss yeah. railway clocks, uh -huh. mundane brand. Yeah, <clears throat> that was my maiden article on Gear Patrol. First time being published anywhere. Did they fly you out to Switzerland to hang out on the Sadly, train station? Sadly, no. <laughs> wow. Sadly, no. <clears throat> but <clears throat> anyway, 
so then, yeah, I continued to write for Gear Patrol for yeah. the next two years. Yeah. Mostly about watches, a little about fly fishing. I even did, this was the early days of iRacing. I even did an article on iRacing. Um, I thought, what's iRacing? iRacing, I don't know, you, you know iRacing? Uh, why don't you, why don't you uh, give us the specs for our listeners? <clears throat> so I can describe it poorly? It's, yeah. it's basically... <laughs> That's what he was trying to toss it to me. It's, it's, he wants me to bumble it. He wants me to bumble it. The, hand, the missed handoff. Yeah. I, I racing is virtual car racing. Yeah. And, and so yeah. guys set up these blotto computers yep. with uh, three to five screens around them. Yep. And... Uh, and the steering wheels, the shifters, yep. yeah, it's all virtual yep. except for, I mean, the gear is real, right? Um, shifters, steering wheels, pedals, racing seats, the whole nine yards. Yep. And uh, and you can either, I guess, still, you can either go and just drive the course on your own, or <clears throat> I don't know if they have programmed, yeah. or yeah. There's also have, standings. like Well, there are. Yeah. You can get into the into the standings, yeah. and you don't know if you're lining up next to Michael Andretti yeah. or... Uh, they actually use it too. Yeah, yeah. they use it now too. Yeah. But in those days, you know, all of a sudden, holy shit, that's uh, that's Dale, <coughs> Daryl Earn, Dale, Dale. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just embarrass myself half <laughs> the country. <laughs> and every stock car racer yeah. is, uh, hates me now. Yeah, we'll, we'll forward uh, to hate mail too <laughs> at, at slow.org. <laughs> yeah, .org. <laughs> Um, so anyway, yeah, I wrote that article. I pitched that to Gear Patrol, and and uh, whoever I pitched it to says, "Yeah, write that one." So I did. I think their standards are a little higher now, but uh, <laughs> you were able to sneak that one in before they, <laughs> the standards went up. Yeah, yeah, I knew they were coming. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, and that was uh, that was a hoot, and uh, that led to uh, worn and wound. Actor or during? Uh. Maybe they overlapped a little. Okay. And meanwhile, I was getting some uh, some private clients as well. Right. Um, Bob's watches. I wrote a bunch of blog I posts. I think I remember a seeing a lot uh, of blog posts yeah. for Bob's watches. I wrote for Everest Bands for quite a while, a couple of years, year and a half, something like that. <clears throat> I did all their blog their blog posts for a while. Um, so this is a full time thing for you. It at was one point. at that time. Yeah. Uh, and then, unfortunately, it only paid like a part-time gig. Right. But, uh, it offered stardom, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, it offered me a vector in. There you was go. was really yeah. what it offered. And, and so there were a, a few press trips that, that I was thrilled to be offered. Um, I came out here literally just down the hill from where we are uh, at Lower Trestles. I was there with Swatch watching uh, Pro Surfers. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That was a uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I got to go to Switzerland to watch Lindsey Vaughn win a downhill and, wow. and win a cow. Yeah, first prize in that particular downhill was a cow. Yeah. I, I guess they do that in Switzerland. You guys are laughing, and it's not even a joke. I, I, because I know it could be possible. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there was that, uh, and a couple others that. Uh, I mean, they're a lot of fun, and, and you get to meet a lot of... So there's of, some perks, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you meet people who are finer than yourself, right? And so right. You, you strive to, to bring yourself up to their level. It's right, very right. inspiring. Right. I found it very inspiring. Uh, the guys at Orva... Oh, Orvis. <laughs> Orvis. Uh-huh. Um, had me out to Vail, Colorado a few years ago. Um, 
that was great. We're supposed to catch the bus back to the airport at 6.30 a.m. Uh -huh. At 6.25 a.m., the yeah. air was had been so dry, my nose started bleeding. Oh, no. <laughs> I almost missed the bus back to the there's airport. D there's Ed's DNA everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, here's Keaton on my phone says, hey, are you up? Said, yeah, I'm up, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bloody mess. Yeah. They're all down there in the bus waiting for me. Right. <laughs> So yeah, that was, uh, and I met a lot of guys, and, and I, ex I exposed at least one person who had never had his face shown on social media before, yeah. until I took his picture and put it on Instagram, oh. and he'll remain nameless because I think he's forgiven me by now, but I'm not sure. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably not, but going full circle, full, full back to, uh, full circle to the question, um, Summer Eskimo. Yeah, that's what I used to, you know, back in uh, in school. They would ask you what your uh, classification. I used to put other, and I would put summer Eskimo. <laughs> that was my little f you to the system. So I will not be counted. Yeah, I will. Yeah, <laughs> done. Yes, I am unique. Yes, so I would always put uh, summer Eskimo. So it just carried over throughout college, and then just carried on from there. To Instagram. Okay. Let's talk about the first watch uh, that um, watch. <clears throat> got you back into the, yeah. the hobby. <clears throat> for, uh, for I mean, growing up, my, I got my first Timex when I was confirmed 14, 15 years old, right? Uh -huh. and wore that for many years and then had various other watches, um, both mechanical and quartz. All of them are long gone. It's um, not in the household anymore? No. <clears throat> I mean, you know buy a dive watch because it had a cool strap when right you're, when you're 16 years old that the look is all you're after right? right right at least in those days and who knows whatever became of that watch and it probably had this really really cool tropic strap that i'd give anything to have at this right. point yeah, but, probably right yeah. but anyway so yeah so then uh in the 90s i, I had a nice really super thin uh seco quartz uh that I wore a lot. And then, for whatever reason, I quit wearing a watch. Maybe 93, 94, no 95. No reason at all? Just, I just said, you know, this, I don't want this on my wrist. And so I quit. What was your, what, what, what was your time? Uh, what was your reference for time? There are clocks everywhere. You just look at the sun and you go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Based on the shadow, it's approximately. <laughs> but there are clocks everywhere. Everybody's wearing a watch. Right. It's a conversation starter. Hey, what time is it? Can you tell me what time it is? Right. You know, that kind of thing. I thought, this will be it, because I was single through the yeah. 90s. I was, and, and I thought, oh, my wife is going to hear this. this is <laughs> Lisa, forgive me. But no, I thought, this will be a great way to meet women. And it wasn't. <laughs> well, wait, 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 wait. Right? Yeah, to so, ask them what time it is right. and then strike up a conversation, and it never worked. It never worked. Yeah. Huh? It's actually a good play, though. <laughs> it is a good play. I never thought about I did, it. I did not say that, Lisa. So, yeah, about 98 or 99, dating Lisa at the time. Did you use it on her, by chance? <clears throat> I did not. Oh, you did but not. she will tell you a story about me, that when she first met me, she said, why would you wear a watch? And really, why would you wear a watch that had a second hand? Because all you need to do is know the time to the first five minutes, and you're good. Wow. And, uh, yeah, she She's loves to tell that story on me. So, <laughs> But I thought, I don't know why I thought, but I thought, I should get a watch. So I went on one of the online watch stores, I forget which one, and and I found this one. This uh, 
Citizen, Navahawk, Blue Angels. Yeah. And uh, I thought, wow, that's that's pretty cool. It's online. It's, you saw it online, right? I saw it online. Right. I never dial in the middle. Some yellow writing. A blue dial and in a and a slide rule bezel. And oh my gosh, you know more functions than than, than you one would know ever. Yeah. Twenty eight. 26, 28 times. And that's owns. not the original strap, right? The no, no, this isn't the original strap. I brought it on the bracelet, started wearing it, uh -huh. wore it into work one day, showed it to uh, one of my coworkers, and he, and he said, "Wow, that's a real guy watch, right?" And and I was hooked. I, I got to have watches. Now, <laughs> yeah, that's if, it. If that's what it means to be a guy, guy yeah. you know. <laughs> Getting affirmation from another man will right. really make you dive that must dive be, deep into yeah. something. <laughs> that must be forty-four millimeter. <laughs> and actually, this is probably what forty, right? Some, I don't even know, but it's yeah, not a big probably, size. Yeah, decent, maybe forty-two. Yeah. Um, so it was on a bracelet. Yeah, I recently um, got to know nine two two leather uh, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Had him make this bund. Um, Hanging out with Jason Heaton will do things like that to you. Oh, buns, yeah. We, yeah. Everybody's got to have a bun strap. But actually, my first bun strap was, was years ago. I, I put it on a, I have a Tatima Flieger chronograph. Oh, yes. That, uh, that I found uh, on the military watch forum. I found uh, an outfit. They're Jurgen or Jurgens or something like that. Oh, from Ger out of Germany. They make a pretty cool bun strap in several different yeah. sizes. And I yeah. bought one of those and put the Tatima on it. And, uh, so, so this I, is not new to you. It's no familiar territory. And that was that was way pre pre watch geekdom, if you will. Are you I listening, Jason? OG moves. Yeah. <laughs> is that uh, Uncle Seiko? This tropic that I've got on the Phoenix is uh, just an eBay. <laughs> so we're talking about uh, ads. Uh, other device on his wrist is uh yeah he does a dual wristy nowadays yeah. right so are, you, are you left handed or right handed because this one you install the well right. it is but i double wrist so i've always got a mechanical or something like the citizen on my left wrist and then i wear my wearable technology right <laughs> on my right and you know, phone alerts and emails, the gps kind of on your ankle doesn't count right no, no. <laughs> the one that says Lisa. <laughs> I thought it said state property. <laughs> Probably. Closer to the truth. <laughs> so, I am right-handed. Right-handed. Yeah. But I type with both. Do you take off your watch when you're typing? or Watches are made, I think, I mean, you know, you guys have some gorgeous pieces here that I know you really don't want to mark up all that. And, you know, the gorgeous pieces that I have that I have in a have here are already marked up because I bought them pre-owned. Right. And so I, I just kind of feel like, you know, good a watch is a timekeeping tool and it should show some use. And yeah, I, it should I'm be fond near. of saying things like, I would not trust a man or a watch that had no scars. So I don't mind well the first one is like everything, right? The first mark hurts. Right. But most of them after that, oh okay. I'm glad the doorknob didn't break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could have been worse. <laughs> the doorknob could have broken. Damn, that fire hydrant could have blown. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the comfort or discomfort of having both hands at a keyboard, wrists resting on whatever with a, with a watch strap or a buckle there isn't really an issue for the work that I do. 
got it. Boy, that should put some people to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still awake and listening. <laughs> so after the uh, Blue Angels, what was the next progression? The next one was actually a very little-known German brand, and it was another eBay purchase, Balmer Pilot yes. Watch. Uh-huh. And I actually, I bought one <clears throat> with the all-loom dial. Now, that's a cool watch with a huge onion crown. Yeah. Uh, and then, separately, my wife bought for me the black dial version of that same watch. So Did I've you got, know about it, that she was buying it? I might have hinted at it. And they yeah, were, every dinner time. <laughs> what do you think of this, babe? <laughs> have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? <laughs> I honestly don't know. I can't remember. That I'm was, sure you were like a squack box was, about that it. That was a long time ago. I mean, that was going on 20 years ago. So, yeah. And I was a big fan of Chrono Swiss yeah. in those days, and I couldn't, there was no way I could afford a Chrono Swiss. And they, their signature was that big onion yeah, crown yeah, yeah. And, the, and the coin bezel. And this watch looked a lot like that. So I thought it was cool to have it both with the full loom dial and the black dial. Yeah. And I still have both those watches. And then I, I kind of caught a break employment-wise. I was consulting for an IT consulting firm and making pretty good money. And I was about to turn 50. And I thought, hey, I have a degree in aerospace engineering. I should buy a Speedmaster because it was the first watch worn on the moon. Well, look at that. And for myself, for my 50th birthday. Right. So I did. And I... Uh, was I, it like an online purchase as well? No, it was from a jeweler now defunct in Minneapolis, sadly. Sadly defunct, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Not sadly that it was in Minneapolis. <laughs> but I had been working out of town. I, I, was, I, was, I would drive up to a place in northwestern Minnesota uh -huh. every zero dark 30 Monday morning. And yeah. I'd come back Friday night and uh, live in the hotel life. And, uh, and I had arranged to take my birthday off so that I could go to the jewelry store and right. buy that watch on my birthday. Well, somebody scheduled a meeting that day that up in Alexandria that I had to be at. Had to be there. And uh, so I drove up for that meeting and then drove back. Right. So that I could still pick that watch up on my birthday. Well, let me guess. You were hinting at Lisa no, and no, she went and No, I bought it myself. The day yeah. of your birthday. The day of my birthday. Wow. With a, a bit of determination as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had to overcome some small obstacles, you know. It was uphill both ways, in the snow, and all that. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys. <laughs> what is Ed talking about? No, 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 no. I, I, I've seen it on TV. I think I've seen it in my fridge. <laughs> what month was it? It was September. September 1st is so I'll expect a card. Yes. <laughs> Trust me. It's going to be a good one. It's going to smell sunny. <laughs> and sand. And sand. And maybe a little salt. That's right. <laughs> now the salt's going to come from you. Oh. You're going to be salty after. <clears throat> <laughs> no, that's for clearing the road. That's okay. right. <laughs> so after the Speedy, what was the, the next progression? The on next the... one was, uh, it's a little known fact that my wife and I used to be in the fine jewelry business. What are you guys? I, I told you earlier yeah. off mic that I have a long and checkered past, and you're <laughs> starting to learn some of it. Um, we started, yeah, just for kicks, we started a fine jewelry business on the kitchen table, and I got into jewelry design and uh, using CAD and uh, learned all about stones, gemstones, and so forth. 
And we did that for a few years. And as part of that, we would go to the Tucson Gem Shows yeah, okay. every winter. And there was an outfit in those days at one of those shows. Everybody thinks the Tucson Gem Show is one show. It's not. It's 40 shows. So it was one of those shows. There was a, a wholesaler who also had a retail store somewhere, Phoenix or I don't know where they were, maybe L.A., and they would sell uh, watches from their retail business at a 30% discount because this was a wholesale only right. show. And they were still making you know, 20, 20%, right. um, roughly, depending on the brand. And so my, they, were, they were a big Breitling dealer, and um, they had a Havana dial Montbriant de Toro, which is kind of the fancy version of the Navitiver, uh -huh. <clears throat> the, with the big date, yeah, 7750. And uh, I fell in love with the with the color of this thing. I mean, it has on a brown crocodile strap. It had that beautiful medium brown dial, uh -huh. and I just had to have it. So that was my next cool watch. So you can see I'm really scientific about how I choose my watches. I think so. <laughs> Very methodical. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like Lisa has a plays an integral part in your. Lisa has, yeah, she's uh, one way or another has inspired me in watches and uh, has purchased several watches for me as gifts. Um, the Rolex, uh, the the sub, what we're the, looking at the yeah. Note Eight sub. Mm -hmm. But you've seen that meme, right? Where uh, Pooh and Piglet are walking along. You've seen that one? No. Tell me. <clears throat> Please explain. Uh, Pooh asks Piglet what time or what, what day it is. And Piglet says, it's today. <laughs> and Pooh says, fuck you and your no-date son. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, I honestly had not. But, <laughs> but I, even I, if I, I had, <laughs> it would have been much better this time around. Actually, yes. And now I want to post the room. <laughs> and that's a 14060M, uh, which I lovingly refer to as the last of the best. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the, the 14060 was what succeeded the 5513, and the M was the upgrade that happened. Does this have the solid end links? Um, no. Okay, no, so it wasn't the last of the best. <laughs> Second last. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I prefer the Radley bracelets uh, myself. And, and yeah, that's where he takes his stance. The thing that pisses me off is the regular links are solid, but I like the folded links. And actually, I like the rivet. You like it because yeah. people can hear you coming? Or? Yeah, oh. pretty much. <laughs> right. Right. It's never into stealth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just symmetrical. That's why I like it. Exactly. Yes, it um, is. <clears throat> exactly. So, so yeah, uh, we were in a local jeweler there in Minneapolis, and, and this was in the pre-owned case, and I was admiring it. And Lisa said something to the effect of, "I'll buy that watch if you'll clean the garage." Oh, or, <laughs> fair exchange. <laughs> fair exchange. I'll come clean. What do you clean? And, and, and to which point you said, "Well." <laughs> <laughs> Done. Sold. Okay. And it, it wasn't clean the garage, but it was something like that. It was right. some chore, large chore around the house. Right. Today, I know she wishes it was clean the garage because <laughs> our garage is, looks like a bomb or several bombs on it. Right. And, uh, but yeah, that was, so that was the genesis of my first Rolex. 
and that was the rabbit hole for the Rolex for you, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, I have an affinity for at least the five digits. My grail piece is a 1016. And so I've asked people questions like, do you suppose you could buy an aftermarket 1016 dial and it would fit on a... a just No, no. Well, then, yeah, I've thought about heavily hacking a Datejust into an Explorer. Because right? you, you just want it for aesthetics, right? I mean, yeah. And, and the fact, and I, you know, I don't really care if it says Rolex on the dial, but I want it to be Rolex. Is that... Yeah, it makes sense. Is yeah. that bad of me? No. <laughs> Is that bad of me? <laughs> no. No, no. No. No, I mean... In a sense, I mean, it is just, we just the 1016, it, the only thing that makes it is the dial and the hands. So to command that price, yeah. it's, to me, it's not, well, and it doesn't make know, sense. You go to the Miami Watch Show, and I mean, they're not like corn on the ground in a farmyard, but there are lots of them there. Yeah. And they started around 15. Yeah. And for a nice one, it's twenty plus, and it makes no sense. I'd rather just buy the other watch, uh, the other one that went to Everest. What's that brand? Smiths. Smiths. I have two of them. Do you? I've got the thirty-six and the forty. <laughs> I see you bought your Speedy. I haven't seen that for a while. I know. Well, it's a certain affinity we had. Like, this is our. This was our conversation piece. I forgot All you had it. Started the friendship. This is the friendship. <laughs> Man. These kids are trying to empty the pool. <laughs> so why don't, why don't, why don't we uh, finish up on the long jeans before we capsize? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know how the audio is going to come out and whether or not Summer can... Uh, Work the magic. Work his magic we, on this. We may have to just totally duplicate it but on Zoom I, or something. But I, I, I think that uh, the time was, was definitely well spent. It was, uh, yeah. Whether or not we're able to use, use the audio <laughs> or not. Uh, I, I, I have high, high questions about whether or not we will. Um, but it's a rare but, opportunity. Yeah, but it was yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. Absolutely for, me, for me as well. I mean, first and foremost, I thought, holy smokes, I'm going to be staying at the south tip of Orange County, and, and I thought you guys lived in Orange County, right. which obviously... You can't pay me enough money to live in Orange County, <laughs> okay. for the record. I was totally wrong. My uh, California geography was a really bit... No, that's not actually true, because I knew where Orange County was. I just thought you guys lived down here, and I right. thought, man, this is perfect. Yeah, it, no, meet up it, for it, dinner, it, it, to it, it sit was, and chat and have a drink, it was perfect. whatever. It was. And uh, hadn't quite anticipated uh, recording for the podcast. I'm honored to... To, uh, to be considered. Mm -hmm. I always dreamed about it. <laughs> if I ever meet these guys, will they have me on? Should dream, I ever dream. even say it? Dream come true. There you go. It is. Well, def definitely not using that. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's a good It's, a, it's no. official. Oh, I'm humbled now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, there, there's, uh, you know, Auxiliary stuff that was outside of our control. Absolutely, uh, but yeah. yeah, but it was but a great opportunity yeah. to, to meet you guys uh, face to face. For um, you know, Chase, I'm sorry he couldn't be here or, or wasn't able or whatever worked out there. Uh, I think you know the story. I don't know if you know the story. Um, years ago, I imagined myself I was going to become a self-trained watchmaker, right? Okay. And I started down that path and started buying tools and this and right. that. And I bought an old Boulevard um, uh, Sonic Cleaner. Okay. Sonic Cleaner. Yeah. 
and I used it a few times, and then I decided, you know, that shit's really little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my eyes are going, and right. I don't, and I drink way too much coffee. There's right. no way. Oh, there's no way. That's, that's the enemy. Able to put these yeah. things back together once I get them apart. Yeah. And so taking them apart is the easy part. Reassembly is what takes some skill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and steady hands. <laughs> yeah. So I don't remember exactly how it happened. I think I just I literally took a picture of the or a bunch of pictures of the of the Bulova ultrasonic cleaner uh, cleaning machine and put it on Instagram and uh, and Chase he bit and so I sold it to him and shipped it out here to him yeah and that was long before the out of time podcast or maybe I, I mean, that's got to be. Six seven years ago, so yeah, before on time. So, before on time, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it seems like uh, we're not being capsized anymore. <laughs> no, I think we're okay. <laughs> so you can use this part of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's not every day we get to hang out with a gentleman who's who's done the bunt before Jason. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> pre Jason bun. Pre Jason bun. So man, that's going to get the whole wa- all of Watchdom is going to hate me. Now. Yes. <laughs> Again, <laughs> maybe this will be the only piece that we use. This, this, this part, and uh, we'll set up a forwarding um, email system. Close <laughs> to you, so we don't have to deal with it one by one. <laughs> no, but it's an absolute oh. opportunity, and thank you for the time. Oh, absolutely, absolute I mean, pleasure. Uh, yeah. uh, Watches. I, I think you guys have a, a marvelous philosophy for the podcast. Of, you know, and I forget the exact way you put it, but but watches are a start. Yeah. But it really leads to to meeting some really cool people and, and, so, and that reminds me of um, your your writing career yeah. right some you said the pay wasn't great but exactly. some of the highlights were the experiences the experiences some of the people the, some of the relationships yep and that's exactly what we're about yeah, um, and yeah. to you know put it simply we say we came for the watches and we stayed for the people exactly and, um, that's what I was trying to remember yeah. and, and it couldn't be more true um, and uh, I think it's that's true in every area of life. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Car guys, the same thing. Yeah. Or whatever it is, stereo gear, fishing. Yeah. Whatever, you know. We're gonna have to get on one of those fishing trips, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. How, how fast can you run? <laughs> um, because I want somebody that I can outrun when the bears come. Yeah. <laughs> I can run faster than the last guy, <laughs> and that's all that matters. <laughs> Well, with that, uh, we are out of time. Thanks, Ed, for hanging out with us. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Sitting with us, discussing all the topics that we covered, giving us a snapshot at your, your life and some of your journey. And, um, yeah, just humbled by it. Well, jeepers. Now I'm humbled. <laughs> and I'm going to start crying. <laughs>
hashtag Ed for the time. It can be found on edslo.org. Additional content can be found on Instagram at the Out of Time Podcast. You can also email us at the Out of Time Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Ono for our beat.